Here's my bucket list for the day. Read an article on a new subject. Say only nice things about others. And listen to everyone's opinions. Because making things better requires change. Now these changes aren't going to show up on your news feed, but they're things I can do. So change something today. It's not going to change the entire world, but it's going to change your world. Change is in you. From PassItOn.com Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. We loved him in Family Ties. We cheered him in Teen Wolf. And we revered him in Back to the Future. Now, Michael J. Fox is back, encouraging fellow fighters of Parkinson's disease to take the future into their own hands. In his most spirited and courageous role ever, this inspirational screen icon vows never to give up until a cure is found. Optimism. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Live from our newsrooms brings back our hit news network, SNN, with many news anchors like Arthur Brooks, Addison Hayden, and Beatrix Gemma. Brings you stories about the news worldwide. Tune in on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6 radio stations. To get the latest news today, listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts. Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our channel of KLP Entertainment. Reporting live from our newsroom, this is SNN. I'm Addison Hayden. Here's your business news breaking for March 27th. The Week in Business, TikTok in the Hot Seat Shou Chu, the chief executive of TikTok, did not meet a warm reception when he appeared before lawmakers in Congress for the first time last week. During more than five hours of testimony, Mr. Shou was barraged with questions about TikTok's effects on teenagers' mental health, limits to on-screen time, the relationship between the app and its Chinese parent company, ByteDance and how it treats the data of its American users. The questions came from lawmakers on both sides of the aisle, an indication of how the viral social app had become part of the larger battle between the United States and China over technological and economic supremacy. Mr. Chu tried to convince lawmakers of TikTok's distance from China's government, at times by emphasizing his own biography, Mr. Chu lives in Singapore and attended business school in the United States. He also stated that ByteDance was a private company not owned or controlled by the Chinese government. But he failed to reassure lawmakers. Your platform should be banned, one House Republican told him. Banks on edge. Banks continued to find themselves on shaky ground last week, after the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, 
and Signature Bank earlier this month touched off panic among customers and investors about the health of the country's mid-size banking institutions. On Monday, shares of First Republic fell 47%, suggesting that a recent $30 million cash infusion, a joint effort by a group of the country's largest banks to rescue First Republic, had largely failed to persuade investors to stick by the bank. Trading was halted 11 times that day to prevent a free fall. But First Republic is far from the only bank with worries. Banks are seeking funds from the Federal Reserve's loan program to ensure they have cash on hand to make it through the hard times that may lie ahead. Rates rise again. The Federal Reserve lifted its benchmark interest rate by a quarter point on Wednesday, the second consecutive increase of that size, amid a banking crisis spurred in part by the Fed's sustained campaign of raising rates. Jerome H. Powell, the Fed chair, said that officials had considered pausing interest rate increases because of the turmoil, but that recent economic data made the case for the central bank to continue on its path of increasing rates to fight inflation. Mr. Powell emphasized repeatedly at a news conference last week that inflation was surprisingly stubborn, but officials forecast that inflation would slow to 3.3% by the end of the year, down from 5.4% in the last reading. The AI race is on. The race to develop artificial intelligence that can be competitive with ChatGPT, the software that now powers Microsoft's search engine, has only just begun. Last week, Google released a chatbot called Bard, which it introduced as a standalone web page rather than a component of its search engine, a move that probably reflects the company's reluctance to tinker with its flagship product. Google is also being broadly cautious about how it brings AI to users after the sometimes disturbing answers Microsoft's chatbot gave to users' questions. Still, Google plans to introduce more than 20 AI products and features. The field is liable to get much more crowded. Two former Google employees recently raised $1 billion for their own AI company. OpenAI, the company behind ChatGPT, is trying to up its game with newer technology called GPT-4. And conservatives are vying to build chatbots that reflect their views. A new inflation reading. On Friday, the Commerce Department will release the latest reading from the Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index, the Federal Reserve's preferred inflation gauge and the one that central bankers use to determine if they've hit their 2% inflation target. Inflation had been on a downward trajectory for several months until January, when it unexpectedly accelerated again to 5.4%, from 5.3% in December. Even if that number ticks back down, this week's report is likely to illustrate that the Fed is far from its goals, particularly when considered alongside recent strong jobs reports and other data that suggest the economy is not cooling as much as expected. A looming strike in Hollywood. Television and movie writers are creeping toward a potential strike, as Hollywood studios bristle at writers' accusations that their working conditions have worsened and argue that their demands for increased pay are at odds with economic realities. The two sides, the Writers Guild of America, a union representing more than 11,000 entertainment writers on the East and West Coasts, and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, which bargains on behalf of Hollywood's nine largest studios, began talks last week. 
but a vote to authorize a strike could occur as soon as the first week of April. A work stoppage among writers would first affect late-night television, like The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, or, if a strike were to last several weeks, Saturday Night Live. What else? In a pair of lawsuits filed on Monday, a Fox News producer accused Fox lawyers of coercing her into giving misleading testimony in Dominion Voting Systems defamation case to set her up. The Bank of England also raised its benchmark rate by a quarter point last week. And wild swings last week in the market for government bonds sent an ominous signal about the economic outlook. To the uh, breaking news on potential takeover of Manchester United this morning, Sheikh Jassim has submitted a new bid for the club overnight. Uh, the bid comes more than 48 hours after the deadline for second bids, said to be highly competitive but rational. Uh, Sheikh Jassim's team asked for more time on Tuesday. Their request was granted. We're told the delay in submitting the bid was due to the amount of work which had to be done in a short period of time and the vast amount of data for bankers to go through. However, some feel the Qataris are playing games after going quiet for most of the week. Uh, Sir Jim Ratcliffe's Ineos were also granted an extension, submitted their second bid on Thursday. The highest first-round bids were around £4.5 billion, which would still be a world record for any sporting franchise. The Glazers want at least £6 billion. Now, Thomas Ziliakis, the Finnish entrepreneur who earlier this week announced that he had submitted the bid to buy Manchester United, had confirmed today that they too have increased their offer, but he says that he still wants to join forces with another bidder. As Ziliakis had made the offer through his company, 21st Century Capital, and he said this, I've appealed to my two main rivals, Jim Ratcliffe and Sheikh Jassim, to join forces with me so that we buy the club together and that way channel more money to the club for everything from player acquisition to stadium upgrades. I, however, have not received any reply, so 21st Century Capital has increased its bid. And it continues, We believe our offer, which includes fans' involvement in never-foreseen ways, as well as values that the future of the club will be built on, is the best for the club and its fans. mRNA is okayed. Google finds malware and Evergrande plans for the future. Here are three things you may have missed in China this week. Beijing has finally approved a local mRNA vaccine for COVID-19 years after the technology became commonplace all over the world. Xi Jinping's government, which has long touted self-reliance in defeating COVID, prefers to wait for a domestic shot over importing foreign vaccines. Google removed a popular Chinese shopping app from its stores after finding malware in some versions. Pinduoduo is more commonly downloaded via domestic platforms as Google isn't available in China. It is used by more than 700 million shoppers every month. What will happen to Evergrande's huge pile of debt? We may soon get a resolution. The developer at the center of China's property crisis laid out a restructuring plan in order to avoid liquidation. One analyst said that the proposal is far from perfect, but it's at least better than nothing. Live from our newsrooms brings back our hit news network, SNN, with many.
many news anchors like Arthur Brooks, Addison Hayden, and Beatrix Gemma. Brings you stories about the news worldwide. Tune in on Atlanta's number one stations. Swanky, 93.3, and The Heat, 94.6 radio stations. To get the latest news today, listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more.